Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, is your coworker your best friend? <laughs> Aww, I think I might have a best friend. No. You know what? Let's take a little uh, test and see, okay? These are ways your coworkers are your best friends. That's kind of sad in a way, because you didn't even pick them. You spend all your time together. You spend your entire day or night with them, and you hear about each other's everyday lives together. You work side by side together. So you spend a lot of time with this person. I've yeah. been with you guys more than my family. <laughs> And friends combined. Yeah. Half my life with you. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I'm old. Here we go. You know their habits. Is your coworker your best friend? You know their habits. You know your work friends yeah. almost as well as their roommates probably know them. You know when they like, you know, to eat their lunch. You know what their favorite foods are and stuff like that. Well, it's not hard to know Tom's when he's crinkling uh, another wrapper in the microphone. Yes, and eating his little know. Debbie snack cakes with him. I doubt very seriously anyone who works this close are best friends. Yeah. I, I doubt that. Well, let's because because you ride on each other's nerves. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. And you okay. didn't pick each other. You know no. when their <laughs> you know, computer is slow, they're going to freak out and refuse you know, to, for you to help them at all. <laughs> my headphones I know. I can't even focus what Tom's chewing. <laughs> yeah. Can you please stop that until we're done with this segment? Okay. I was trying to help. <laughs> Ways your coworkers your best friend. You spend all your time together. You know their habits. He's helping us decide. Easy. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know all their secrets. So when your coworker shows up hungover, you know exactly why they're hungover. Or when your coworker has a mysterious significant other around, you already know who that person is and how they met each other and all that stuff. And at some point in your work relationship, you found a common bond that allowed you to share information about your lives that you wouldn't share with everybody at work. So that means we're not best friends with you. Give it a chance, okay? No, you share a lot. You do. Sometimes you, more. Come out, Hawk. Oh, that he doesn't share. Yeah, we don't find out about stuff till really yeah, late in the game. Sneaky. Okay, well, it's, no, I just don't have a lot to say. <laughs> Not a lot going on. You, know, you really don't chat with us in the mornings. Okay, well, someone's got to do some stuff around here. I'm like, y'all are sitting there chatting and doing words with friends and stuff. Y'all should have seen him earlier when you were both singing Gale. He put his headphones on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I can't sing in a music station. And what I was doing was actually singing the entire alphabet to that tune, which I think would be a great way to teach kids the alphabet with a new song now. Yeah, we know that, Tom. 
Well, you don't. You had your headphones on. Well, because you it's obnoxious. It's like you're going, A, B. So you do parodies to every every song that we play here. You yeah, got he's some, dogging you, too. Different, no, I, I no, sing the words. No, he's got a good voice. Oh. Oh. And I try to... <laughs> Okay. Hey, let, did I wow. mention we're not best friends? <laughs> Let's see. Let's give it a chance. Okay. What is your coworkers, your best friends? You tend to, to actually have spend a little time out of work and maybe go to happy hour with them. We're not best yeah. friends. After a long day, uh, you complain about work together. None of your other friends would understand the pain that you two endure every day at work together and how insane the abuse is at work. Wow, Tori, I think we're best friends based on this <laughs> one. <Yeah. laughs> hey, Kato. <laughs> We've got a happy hour next week. Yeah. So <laughs> you complain about work together. You can also complain about work together in a way that your friends don't understand. Like you go and you tell your friends about work, and they just don't get it. They don't, they don't understand why, you know, your boss is that way or why you're stressing out. Because, you know, they'll look at your job like, oh, that's a cakewalk. So, yes, they do believe that. But your workplace friend... They know. They understand because they're in. She does. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then, you know what? They entertain you all day with wisecracks and sarcasm and just. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) You are my friend. Uh, Wow. Computer friend, probably. Yeah, it's actually surprising how few of those we hit. Yeah, but you know, we uh, have different honestly, lives. I mean, we used to hang out, yeah. and marriage and kids and, you know. And but I feel like that, I mean, how many people have worked together for 25 years? Uh, yeah. None and, that are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> together, the same people in the same room. Well, I mean, Cato and I hang out. Y'all just don't come. Yeah. We invite you. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Now, Hawk did show up that one time and ate all the chips and Oh, that's left. true. I did forget about that. It was good. Yeah, no. It was a fun five minutes. <laughs> I offered to pay for him. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. You I didn't did know that. <laughs> that's actually the company picked up the tab that day. I think that was a station <laughs> event, wasn't it? No, it wasn't a station event, but someone was there that actually picked up the tab. Yeah. I, now, you know what made me look good? Because I'm like, I offered to buy everybody's. You did. Yeah, and he goes, I got it. And I'm like, whew. <laughs> you better be glad you did because you should have seen what the bill was. I know you guys drink like fish. Well, we ate too. Uh, they're flights. They were flights of margaritas. They were uh, like half the size of a normal one. Well, you yeah, know what? We are coworkers <laughs> and we are friends. Maybe not best friends, but we're friends. We get along. <laughs> well, hold on. We kill each other, so that's good. We hang. This just kind of brought me down a little. <laughs> Eat. Well, you guys wouldn't let me. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's brought you down. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. So imagine you're on Myrtle Beach Mm. and you go into the restaurant, let's just say Riptide's Rooftop Grill and Bar. Okay. I've never heard of that one. I I do like some of the restaurants down there. Okay. There are other restaurants like this that are doing it. And as you walk in, they say, well... Uh, if you're going to dine with us, we're going to need a copy of your ID and your credit card to hold on to until you're done eating. I no. bet I know why, because people walk out of their bills all the time. Dine and dash problem. Oh, oh really? really? So they are now doing that at several places in Myrtle Beach. Hmm. And a lot of customers get very upset about it, and understandably so, because it seems like an, a just begging for identity theft. They're not just taking your credit card, but your ID also. Just how much are you drinking? 
I mean, are you just forgetting to pay the bill, or is it younger people going, hey, this will be funny. Let's dine and dash. Probably that. It's dine and dash. I don't know if it's people think it'd be funny. I think it's people that are cheap. No, I'm I'm talking about like teenagers or or kids going there for spring break or whatever, and they're doing a prank going, you know what, let's just not I know you're saying that. I don't think that's the issue. I think that most of it is people just stealing dinners. Sometimes I work downtown Savannah, and a lot of people, they just drink so much they forget. Hey, don't judge. (laughs) I've done it. A couple times. We did the same thing, though. We would, if it was after a certain time of night, we would go ahead and get people's uh, cards to put on file. You give it right back. But that way, it's just like if you go to a bar, you start a tab. They're not doing that. They're holding on to the card and the ID until you're leaving. See, I, I've always known bars to either get your ID, run it for or credit card, or they will hold your credit card in a little file back there. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you're sitting down like eating dinner, they usually don't ask for your credit card ahead of time. No. And then people are getting upset about it because so. they're like, with identity theft like it is now... You don't want someone, I mean, I get nervous when they take it from the drive-thru and walk back in the store somewhere, and you're like, why they need to go all the way back there just to swipe my card? I get nervous when I put it in the gas pump, thinking somebody put one of those machines up there to get all my identity. (laughs) Do you pull on it? Yeah. I always grab the little... Car, credit card inserter, and I pull to make sure. That's it why they're all so loose, probably. No, they're pretty tight. <laughs> I say, I, they yeah. say to try that because people will slip one of those things over it. So just pull, and it'll pull apart if it's fake. Yeah. No, theory. Or you just broke it. Well, then I, I'd rather not use that <laughs> one anyway. if, you, if you just join us, we're talking about gas pumps and credit cards right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, don't pull it. <laughs> but, don't uh, break it. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people getting very upset about that. Uh, they say, first of all, it's, they're being treated like a criminal the moment they walk in the door instead of a customer. But I get it. They can't tell you from a bad guy or whatever. Yeah, you're getting punished for someone else's bad behavior. Uh, now, it's interesting because legally and contractually, there's some issues. Uh, they say that Visa does not allow a business to require an ID. If it's signed, they're supposed to take it, which is odd to me. Well, but but if you're a business, you can decide what you want to do, whether Visa No, has. you signed a deal with Visa to, to, to do the deal, and that's one of the things they've oh. signed with you. Now, MasterCard um, doesn't allow an ID requirement unless it's necessary, and that's for items like shipping or things like that. So it has rules, too. However, um, they do allow them to ask for an ID or require an ID if the card is not signed. Then they have the person sign the card, and they have to show a form of identification that matches that signature. The truth is, in these cases, if you don't like the way a business is being run, just don't go. And then if enough people don't go, it'll change the way that business is. And that's what a lot of people are saying. They are... They're saying you need to let them know ahead of time, too, so mm-hmm. that you don't sit there and wait 30 minutes, then go in and get sat down, and they ask for your card, and you're like, no. If I were a restaurant and this was happening often, I'd change the way the order process. Like that Rocky's chicken downtown, you walk in, you get in line, you order your food, you pay, you sit at a table, they bring in your food. But honestly, I don't think this is a big deal, really. Because how many times do we pay now online before we even get the food? We go in. We like, hey, you want to pay True. for it online? But that's yeah, or, not for fine dining. But, well, still, though, you go in, and you're like, hey, you want to pay for it up front? Or, you know, like, especially pizza places, you want to pay for it now or you want to pay for it when you get here? 
And so we do it all the time, give our credit card information uh, before we eat. Yeah. I think that's fine. And just like at a bar, swipe the card and give it back to me. Don't hold on to it. I don't trust that yeah. at all. And this isn't just your card. This is your ID also. Yeah. I don't even want to be separated from my ID. Yeah. I mean, because that's something that I want to have on me at all times. I'll be honest. There's sometimes I want to be separated from my identity. <laughs> <laughs> we understand why. <laughs> well, watch for that if you go into Myrtle Beach. Uh, there's a lot of people complaining, and they, I think they're mostly hoping for what you said, Tori, is that it's going to create enough cost to them that they'll lose business and they'll quit doing it. But I understand the businesses have to come up with a plan. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But it needs to be a plan that doesn't treat everyone like a criminal and separate you from your ID and your credit card. I mean, not for dinner. That just doesn't make sense. There has to be a better way. Swipe it when you walk in, and that way they know they get their money. Mm -hmm. But leave your ID out of it and don't keep the card. Maybe we should need a slogan or something. Swipe it. Don't hide it. Yeah. Swipe it. (laughs) Swipe it. Don't swipe it. Yeah. Swipe the card. Don't swipe the meal. It's almost like that door of the Explorer. Swipe or no swiping. swiping. (laughs) There we got it. Swipe on, swipe off. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. back to the drawing board. Yeah, it's a work in progress, yeah. y'all. <laughs> I'm the swipe. 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 No, that's the map on Door of the Explorer. I know. I was trying to come up with But that's not good. It's the remix. Thank you, Tori. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll pay for this, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> give me your ID. Yeah, give me your credit card, too. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, when it comes to swimming, about 61% of people say they will not get into a uh, pool, or I'm sorry, a pond. Why? Uh, well, I mean, have you... That green muck. Yeah, the pond, the gross... Spill water. Yeah. yeah. Your toes start squishing. Ugh, no, yeah. thank you. I guess it depends on the pond for me, but I've swum in many ponds. Are, don't they say that if it's not running water, if it's a yeah. stagnant pond, yeah. that it causes that flu al- algae? Well, whatever that gets into your system, like the stuff you're mites. talking about, has to do with temperature too, though. The amoeba, mm-hmm. like amoeba dysentery and stuff, it gets know. into your brain. <laughs> I, I think temperature of the water is super important, and stagnant. I think of it being a very small pile of water. Once it gets to be a pond, it's not really stagnant anymore. Huh. But I, it's going to depend on the size, too. I'm not going to climb into something that you can't even hardly swim across. But if it's a good-sized pond. Well, and I was telling you about some of the state parks that have the no-swimming signs because they say it's dangerous and there's people in there swimming. Yeah. Uh, so people don't mind. And when it comes to the river, 33% said they would not swim in a river. Well, that's really weird to me. Yeah. Depends. Y'all don't have alligators up here, so I'm not as scared. But I will not go swimming in the rivers in Charleston. Well, I definitely wouldn't go in with the, that swamp. <laughs> area that i see on tv sometimes down in swamp florida people? No, oh. the, no the swamp all that swamp well i grew marsh. up in florida we <laughs> swam in rivers all the time yeah Mm-mm. i wouldn't swim in some rivers like if you go to the broad river up in columbia you right. know over that it's yeah. muddy oh and sure dirty. i mean Saluda Saluda river. river Saluda river i don't think i'd swim in i okay. don't think i would swim in the french broad up in nashville either Saluda yeah. does the tubing we just did that so if there's something wrong don't tell me because i'll well, be scared I to go see, back i grew up over there i always know about Saluda lake it's just never been a well and you got helen georgia too where they do the tubing mm-hmm. uh yeah i've done that uh, they also do the tubing on the french broad up in north carolina we do that but that's in a you know inner tube well 22 percent won't get into the ocean 
Okay. I have. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, come on. Well, but I mean, some people don't like that. They don't want that feeling. We got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 18% will not get into a swimming pool. And we've talked about some of the nasty stuff because you got other people in the swimming pool that you don't know. What you have you, chlorine. You do, but you also got Band-Aids floating around. Ah, uh, yes. Chlorine. And Scabs. Yeah, people's <laughs> nasty eczema and yeah. stuff like that. Dead skin. <laughs> Dandruff. I, I would probably eat crabs. a scab in a chlorine. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So here we go. This is where it gets interesting. Uh, Because I I was at a hotel within the past year, a hot tub. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. 45% of people say they will not get into a hot tub. 45. Yeah, because they got all that nasty skin and Mm. dead cells floating all over the place. Absolutely not until a few margaritas. That's just stupid, man. It's like you say it's dead skin cells, but we're around that stuff all the time. Yeah. You just you just like paying attention to it all of a but sudden. But it's hot and it's all floating around and all those molecules floating up, you know, from dead skin molecules into your nostrils. It's a cesspool because it gets it's hot and it's moist. That is a breeding ground for bacteria and it's chlorinated and there's all kinds of sweatiness going on from that big hairy guy that got in it at the hotel when i was there and when he got in i stayed in for about two seconds and said i gotta go (laughs) i love a hot tub it's like you're in a a bubble bath of on the stove you're Mm -hmm. cooking any uh, deadly stuff you're like a lobster (laughs) yeah I agree, kiddo. Not only are you cooking it out, but more importantly, you have chlorine. I don't know. Now, I do know, uh, I have friends, and they actually have a hot tub. I think they'd gotten in once because when they did, the the way it was cleaned, the cleaning agents burned them in their private areas. Yeah, chemical burn in their their own hot tub. So I don't think they ever got back in, and I'm like... Figure that out. Well, you know, get back in it. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking though, if it were me, and you talk, you think about the hot tub and the big burly guy that gets in, that's all sweaty and the sweat's pouring down. I mean, I wouldn't take a bath with the same guy. Let's say I was taking a bath. And this guy, you know, just came in and he decided to get in the bathtub you with me. You have a really warped imagination. <laughs> Burly, hairy guys. <laughs> Might want to scooch over. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think maybe you need to talk to a psychiatrist about this because it sounds like you have a thing but for you, hairy, burly you guys. think about yeah. that, though. If I mean, even if you, let's say I was in the bathtub and, you know, it was hot. I was sweating, just kind of chilling out and had the candles there. And then all of a sudden, you know, you came over and you said, I'm going to get in the bathtub with you. Please don't think about that I'm anymore. Like, I would not want want to do that i'm like ooh, that would just be gross to have you on the other side looking you eye to eye in that bathtub that hot bathtub <laughs> which what, part of the chlorine are you forgetting all the molecules floating around there oh my god then, I'll, I'll join you i'll drop the towel before i get uh, in too seeing, seeing your big old sweaty moves across from me it's moves. just <laughs> drops the soap uh you got to go there what <laughs> Really? And now, that you know was what? where we crossed That's... the line. Okay. <laughs> that, who uses soap in a hot tub? It's one thing, you know. Come on, the shower. I know, right? Okay. Well, I, I don't understand anything you're saying because we all know better. We know there's chlorine in those hot tubs. If you've ever been involved with any kind of like a pool in your neighborhood, DHEC checks the crap out of that stuff. It. I understand. You've got safe levels, and uh, those those hotels keep that stuff safe. Uh, yeah. You know what? I don't even like to stick my hand in the cold, nasty dishwater that has food floating uh, on it. <laughs> now that I won't touch either. <laughs> you know, you're sitting I've there. I've told my wife. 
you're washing the dishes and there's like a, <laughs> some bread that kind of touches uh, uh, your hand and stuff. I've told my wife, I can't touch that nasty dishwater. There you That's go. So but, hey, but there's chlorine in that, Tom, and soap. Yeah, I do so it just really... to get out of washing the dishes. Oh, I got you. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I definitely wouldn't take a bath in dishwater. That would be gross. I had to do that as a baby. And all the relatives would come over, and it'd be a reunion, and then they'd be spitting watermelon seeds into the sink, and I'd be sitting there taking a bath with Mama. And washing dishes. Well, you say water, I'm sure. Yeah. This just, explains so much. Just put your dishes right there beside Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. It's a group therapy Wednesday. We've got Shannon on the line, and Shannon's talked to us a little bit. We understand you got a wedding coming up. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but I understand yeah. you have a problem with the wedding that you wanted advice on. Oh, it's the bridesmaids again, the dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Bridezilla? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Can't wait. Yeah. So when I was 10, my parents got divorced, so I have a father and a stepfather. Okay. okay. And um, my dad got remarried, and during that time, he didn't really spend that much time with us. He was kind of out of the picture, was kind of just focused on his new family. Oh. And, but my stepdad was a great father to me, like just always there for everything. He really stepped up to the plate and just was great to me. Okay. Now, okay. was your dad just out of the picture, or was he still? Did he still try at all? He still tried a little bit, but I just think he was really focused on his. De- I mean, he he had his own kids and his own life. So. Right. Okay. So you're wondering to invite him to the wedding, or what's the problem? I just felt like it was the right thing to do to ask them both to walk me down the aisle because you know they both were a father to me. Oh. And. I was 10 when this all happened, so I both had them in my life. Yeah, okay. But my dad told me that he wants to be the only one to walk me down the aisle. Now, when you say your dad, you mean your biological dad? Yes, my biological okay. dad. What does and your stepdad say? Well, he's oh, he's the sweetest person. He's, he says that he doesn't want to cause any drama, that he just wants to make things easier, and he doesn't mind stepping aside to let my dad walk me down Aww. the aisle. <laughs> okay. So problem but, solved. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But you want them both to walk you down the aisle. Yeah, I want both of them to be there. I just feel like it's the right thing to do. I get that, too. I mean, he still, for the first 10 years of your life, he was your dad and the only dad. And, and unless he was horrible during that time, I also understand how it would be very disappointing that he kind of moved on when he got his new family, though. And my real dad, he says he doesn't want to come at all if he doesn't walk me down the aisle. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. But he wants to be the only one to walk you down the aisle. He doesn't want to share it with your stepdad. Yeah, it's like there's this ultimatum almost. Oh, I'm it is. That's, okay. that's horrible. Hmm. What about giving one of them a different job? Like, make them a flower girl. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that's horrible no, advice. No, that's a thing. People do that all the time now. They make their dad be the flower girl? Yeah. No, I don't believe that. Others or whoever second. else. But yeah, and it turns out really funny. You should spend more time on TikTok. I think that you oh should not God. spend well, no. time on, <laughs> okay, I on, have seen, on TikTok when you're talking about a wedding. I've seen buddies doing the flower girl thing, and <laughs> they're dressed up, and they're tossing yes. the flowers up. Yeah. But not for a dad. Um, um, yeah. I mean, and it doesn't sound like these guys want to be cutting up too much together. Okay, yeah. so yeah. here's my thoughts. I would give your real dad or your biological dad another chance and talk it out with him. I think you need to sit down and say, Dad, 
This is my wedding. Right. This isn't about you. It's about me. And you're making it about you, which I expected better from you than that. Oh, wow. How mm. about you do the right thing and walk us both down the aisle? Because if you don't do that, then you're going to skip my wedding and everyone's going to know why you skipped my wedding. Oh, and okay. that's going to be pretty bad. <laughs> you're going to threaten him now. No, you're not threatening yeah. him. You're telling him the reality of things. Okay, so Tom, solve that one for you. Now on to the next problem. No, which, I, which one are you going to dance with first at the reception? Oh, <laughs> she hasn't got there yet. That's I'm not convinced call. I've solved it. I don't um, know if someone else has any other ideas. Well, what if I let one of them walk me down the aisle and the other one I did the father-daughter dance with? How do you choose on that? Hmm. I I feel like that the stepfather in some ways seems like just from the little input we've had, he's almost more your dad than your dad is. Oh, wow, Tom. That's... that's, I gather that. Yeah. Okay, Kato. Or at the very least... Go ahead. You're kind of right on that. Oh, wow. And and at the very least, your real dad is very self-centered or he's making this about him instead of you. And you see that often at weddings. I've been to so many weddings where the couple have to make changes because someone in one of their families said, we're not going to come if this doesn't happen. Or, you know, the mother of the groom uh, wants the bride to put something different on Yeah, mama don't like it done that way. Yeah, I'm like, it's not (laughs) your wedding. Let the couple make their decision and you support whatever they make. Maybe it's something different completely. Maybe he's just upset about losing his baby girl and it's coming out like this. Maybe you just need to sit down and talk to him in general and see how he's feeling about everything. Maybe you should just call somebody else. (laughs) Well, some of us are giving good advice. Just because you're not doesn't mean we couldn't help her. Well, my first one was just call off the wedding, but uh, wow, (laughs) no, you don't want to do that. Here's what we'll do, okay? We're going to bring it to our friends who are listening right now, and maybe they can help you out with this dilemma if you can just sit around and listen for a little bit. Yeah, because you know what? Some of the people listening right now have probably had to deal with something like this, so they can give you advice. I, I personally think you need to talk to your dad, your biological dad, just have a sit down with him alone where it's the two of you and he doesn't feel like he's being watched by anyone else and just explain the facts say dad you guys were both in my lives i want you both in my wedding it's not fair for you to make me choose and then then when you get that one solved with the dancing who's going to be dancing with you at the reception just do a dance off a dad dance off and whoever dances best (laughs) go daddy go Go daddy go daddy who's your daddy (laughs) all right well we love you thanks for sharing your story this morning good Good luck luck. thank you all right 1-800-386-0937 if you can help out this morning it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we're dealing with a group therapy issue and an issue here in the studio as well. Uh, with hey, a, don't talk about me like that. With a girl that is uh, dealing oh. with some issues with her wedding. <laughs> and uh, we asked people to uh, call in. Uh, apparently, the engineers are still working on our phone system, so it is broken. If you don't mind, if you just drive by here and just yell out what you want us to know, <laughs> it'd be great just to hear something from you guys. Okay, that's stupid with gas prices. Just send us a, a letter in the mail. No, no, no. Save you money. <laughs> Maybe you can text in this morning. I know a lot of people are trying to call in right now because we want to help Shannon out this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she has uh, her dad, her biological dad, and she wanted him to walk her down the aisle and her stepdad to walk her down the aisle as well. Yeah. Well, one of them's not agreeing uh, or does not want to do that. The stepdad says that, um, you know, he does not want to walk her down the aisle with the biological dad. Right. Or No, 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 it's it's flip-flop, flip-flop. Biological dad doesn't want that. 
Right. Yeah. Well, we got a few texts. One of them yeah. says, hey, what could be greater than having two dads, one on each arm, walking you down the aisle? It's a way of saying, look, world, I have two fathers. I'm special. Why can't they both walk her down the aisle since she has two arms? Well, and that's what we wanted. But mm-hmm. uh, apparently, you know, the biological dad who kind of left the picture for a while says he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. So another one says, have dad walk her down the aisle and have stepdad give her away at the altar or the other way around. Did we mention that one? Too sort of. You kind of guys yeah. suggest the uh, yeah. dance. The, the, one of them could do the yeah. dance. <laughs> the dance off. I still think that's a great idea. No, or no, the no, no, first no. person to dance. No. Tom, I'm kidding. No, but I'm it's saying a, we didn't say the dance off is a good idea. The good idea is one of them do the dance and one of them walk her down the aisle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, if you thought about that, have two dads do a dance off? That's really ridiculous. Not it's, for a lot of weddings. I mean, some weddings do that. They would have a dance off, and they would have like Simon Cowell sitting there going, "Hey, you know what? Dread, uh, just have just the audience dreadful sh- da- clap and cheer for the one that they like." It's a no for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never heard a female Simon Cowell before. There is one that says, uh, "The one who paid for the wedding." Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't find that out. Who yeah. paid for that wedding? There was another one that said basically ask them both, and if one really does refuse, then just say, "All right, sorry, then you're welcome to still come, but you've made that choice." And I, I agree. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I said. It's setting yeah. boundaries right there. Mm-hmm. Like you're the one that decided you didn't want both of us. I want both of them to walk me down the aisle. Yep. But it's yeah. like I, I originally said, talk to your dad alone, your biological dad, and explain to him what's wrong with what he's doing politely. Tell him. Hey, you're making this about you. It's my wedding, right. and this should be about me. And if you really love me as your daughter, you would put aside whatever personal thing you've got with this and just for freaking 30 seconds walk me down an aisle. And I know friends that uh, were raised by a stepfather, and that was more of a father to them than their real father. And that's what another text has said. You know, she let yeah. her stepdad walk her because he raised her, and he deserved the honor. Yeah, Her, her dad wasn't there. And there's been some kids been raised by idiots. And then I wrote in. (laughs) What did you write in? I wrote in and said, why are you getting married? Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Don't even do that. Wow. That's pretty bad when you have to, you're on the show and you have to text in too. Uh, Yeah, I have to read it. So don't work. (laughs) Two ways to get your information to us today since our phone line is broken. Uh, So swing on by or you can, well, you know what? Tom said that gas prices might cause that that might be an issue. Feel free to snail mail it in. You can smell it in. <laughs> you told me that was dumb. Or you can text us if you'd like. one 800 We're going to forward all these texts on to Shannon so we can maybe help her out. And I was just joking around, and you took it all serious. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.